Good morning, this is your host, Captain Righteous speaking, and you're listening to the Captain Righteous Podcast, and today's episode is my official The Suicide Squad movie review. Let's begin. Okay, so, technically, technically, I am late, but I'm not late, because uh, I watched the movie twice, so the last time I watched it was on HBO Max, and it was awesome, but um, I came up with the same conclusion as the as the first time I watched the movie, and the movie is amazing to, to say the least. Um, if I can rate it, it has to be like a solid ten out of ten, if you will, a hundred out of hundred, um, five out of five, if you will. Um, let me tell you this: I, I give you five reasons why I love the movie. So number one is the action. Number two is the story. Number three. This will go into action, but it's the gore. You know, the the title is The Suicide Squad. Now, suicide is, you know, the taking of one's life or, you know, like that's a suicidal decision. You can't make that up, make that by yourself. Like that, it's a, it's a decision where it's very costly, you know? Now, Suicide Squad, now I'll talk about the original movie. I feel like compared to the well, this movie, the last movie, the last movie should have been a rated R film full of, you know, gore. You know, not just like you see someone's head explode, but like it's called the Suicide Squad for a reason. So anyways, action, story, the gore was top notch. The characters are so, well, I want to say like not relatable. They are relatable, but it's like I can't relate to King Shark because I'm not a shark, obviously. But I say, like, the characters really sold the movie. And lastly, it's the soundtrack. Because let me tell you this. And, and, and as soon as... This was 2019 or 2018. No, it was 2019. When DC announced that James Gunn was going to take over uh, the next Suicide Squad movie. I was like, he's going to kill it. He's going to kill it. He's going... Listen, to anyone who doubts, like, like, my predictions, trust me, I'm wrong. I know I'm not the most perfect person in the world. I'm not claiming to be. But I say this to say, like... If you if you haven't watched, let me. I'll recommend at least. Give me a second. I'm gonna say like like if it's not but like like besides the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, shoot. Um, I'll say Super. Um, you have to watch Super. Uh, I'm thinking about Slither. Slither. Let me tell you this. Slither's an interesting B movie, but like, if you got like like I I I fucked up and watched that movie when I was like seven years old when I was like super young. But if you if you have like a, a sensitive stomach, I highly recommend you just skip that movie. But no, it has its gore and its action. But I say this to say, you know, James Gunn really knows how to handle dark comedy and really knows how to handle gore. You know, because like, like again, I don't want to spoil the movies, but with Super, you know, Super's about an average guy trying to be a superhero. They give kick ass. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love Super and Kick Ass because I feel like, you know, is it. Both movies, I mean, obviously, you know, both movies follow, you know, two average guys becoming superheroes. And when they become superheroes, it's a, a complete disaster. You know, I don't want to um tell you the plot of, well, the rest of the plot of Super and the rest of the plot of Kick-Ass. But if you watch Kick-Ass, please watch Super. But I say this to say, you know, James Gunn, he really did a good job with this movie. Now, obviously, you know, James Gunn is still working with Marvel because... I remember when they announced, uh, was it the Disney thing where, oh yeah, guys, here's what's coming on uh, Disney Plus, or here's what's coming to the Marvel Universe. 
Uh, James Gunn is definitely directing Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. And Volume 3 is coming out 2023. Um, there's no correlation, correlation right there. But it's like, next year we already got all our movies and shows coming out. But, yeah, because I'm trying to get this correct. Like, they're not, I don't know if they're shooting the movie right now. But if they should, if they would shoot it late later this year or early next year, that makes sense. Because, uh, you know, Guardians 3 comes out uh 2023 i think at least probably like the fall not the fall but i meant to say uh maybe uh the spring of 2023 but at the same time i think you know during that or before that james gunn can you know do some uh dc projects here and there and um i don't and, and this and this might go into spoiler territory because at the moment well at this time of this recording uh james gunn i think he just wrapped up uh peacemaker so peacemaker is one of the characters within the suicide squad film and um it's he was played by uh, uh john cena so again that's one of those things i want to touch on with this in his review because john cena let me tell you this i think he's dope but dude like him as peacemaker it's like how, how make this make sense it's like him as peacemaker is like robert downey jr as iron man like it's believable you see what i'm saying but like I don't want to spoil it, of course. But like, from what from what I've seen in the movie, hopefully anyone who's listening to this uh, episode, from what we've seen from the movie, we'll get exactly from the show because the show is going to be at least ten episodes, and it's supposed to come out. If I'm correct, it's supposed to come out early 2020. Like, I'm sorry, did I say 2020? I meant to say early 22. So, ideally January or February, but I'm not sure yet. But with that being said. I listen and, and and that's another thing too like that's another um product product project um James Gunn just directed so it's like damn like we're like we're just getting spoiled at this point but um of course uh why do I think this movie is a success like to me like I mentioned before you know the action the gore the characters the story and the soundtracks let me tell you this and I mentioned this before and I, I didn't really go into it when it comes to movies, and I know, duh, Captain Rachel, you have to have a soundtrack, otherwise you just have a movie with no sound. Well, like, sound, but just, like, just background noise. You need to fill something in, in, in between scenes, I get that. But, um, no, like, and, and feel free to judge me, because the reason why I like the, the last Suicide Squad movie is because of the soundtrack. Now, I will, again, this is later on to the review, comparing the last movie and this movie, but with the soundtrack of this movie, oh my god! Like, no, I'm not dissing um the first one because the first movie soundtrack was solid. I got that state. Like, I saved that. Like, as soon as um as soon as I uh start working my first job, I instantly downloaded and well downloaded and purchased a premium thing for um Spotify, and I purposely downloaded that um album because I love it that much. But compare the last album to this album. This album slaps a little bit harder than the last one, but to me, like the the, the song "Rain," with um, uh, it was with Jesse Reyes, and I forgot the other person. Um, uh, damn. But listen, that song compared to "Sucker for You," "Rain" is good. That song is good, but like I I torture you. Oh my god, that like that hook. Don't get me wrong, both, you know, both albums are great, but good lord, like, I, like, well, Suicide Squad, because it's, 
Suicide Squad and the movie I'm talking about is the Suicide Squad. So the first Suicide Squad movie uh soundtrack is just amazing. But anyways, um as I mentioned before, you know, action, gore, characters, uh soundtrack, and um I, I did that, that plot, there you go. I think the movie did way better than the last movie. And the reason why because I feel like is that they treat the Suicide Squad, excuse me, the Suicide Squad as an actual Suicide Squad. Now, as a person who read the comic books, and I'm not going to, you know, well, actually, in issue 3-5 of the Suicide Squad, no, I'm not going to, I don't want to be that guy, but, like, in the comic books, I will say this, I'm not going to tell you who died, when they died, how they died, and all the spoilery stuff, but within the story of the, the stories of the Suicide Squad, I'm talking about the current, you know, rendition, is that, just like the movie, yeah, they're gonna make it out alive. Boom! No, how could he kill this person? How could this person do this? How could it's it's so much stuff going on? It's not like it's um, I want to say nauseating or it's confusing, but it's like, damn, how could they kill? Insert this person, you know? And it's believable in the plot because that's 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 what's it about, you know? It's like it's like watching anime, right? And I know this is a weird tangent, but it's like if you watch, uh, what was that? That Japanese, uh, it's Japanese, but the Japanese, um, Japanese anime, the anime about the uh, basketball players, like literally, that's its thing, you know. And don't get me wrong, it's a good anime, but I'm saying like you're not gonna see, you're not gonna see somebody turning Super Saiyan out of the like out of nowhere. You see what I'm saying? Like a giant mech is not gonna crash through the school and shoot a <laughs> shoot a free throw. Like you're not gonna see that. But that's the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you know, with James Gunn, and I'm not dissing David Ayer, because, like, here's my thing, and then then that's what we compare the other movies, is that I feel like both of them, especially James Gunn, like, James Gunn came in with the best intention, which he obviously ex- executed. James Gunn, James Gunn, God damn it, I'm sorry, David Ayer, the same thing, too. But I feel like... It's just like compare David's um, Suicide Squad to James Suicide Squad. It's just like low key or high key, depending how you look at it. I feel like David's approach was like, let's, let's, <coughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. I damn near died during the recording. Like, because I was trying to speak and then, like, I think my, my saliva went down the wrong windpipe. Jesus, I'm sorry. Oh my God. Okay. So, I felt like David's approach was like, okay, guys, let's be edgy. You know, the Joker, let's give him a tattoo on his forehead that says damage. Yeah, let's give him grills. Yeah, let him be just weird. And don't get me wrong. Like like, like, like I said, like, I, I love I love Harley Quinn because, you know, Margot Robbie's doing an excellent job with her. But, um, no, I like what they did with her in the first movie. I like what they did with Deadshot, which I know Will Smith is a busy guy. Like, well, I don't think he's, I don't think the character is dead. He just, to me, in my head canon, I don't think he's dead. I think he's just somewhere else. Because here's the thing. All the villains, and again, if you saw the movie yourself, all the movies from the last movie, all the movies in the last movie, all the villains of the last movie are still in Bell, 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 God damn it. I was going to say Bell, Fell, Belleville, Bell Rev. Thank you. Bell Rev Prison. That's where all the super duper bad guys go and get drafted for the Suicide Squad. So ideally, Deadshot's somewhere cleaning or painting, or you know, he's you know he's in jail. They probably make him do like, "Hey, you, the 
freaking uh, fucking chipped his wall. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, I don't think he's dead. That's what I'm trying to get at is. The point, um, back to the, uh, I was originally saying, um, but, you know, with the first movies, first movie, first movie, I think, um, how the, how they treated the character, the character, excuse me, it was okay, but the way James Gunn treats the characters where it's like, it's like, low-key, and I mean low-key, of course, but like, you want to see their own solo movies and see how they would fare by themselves, but as an ensemble, it's like, dude, like, I, I want to say, like, they're unstoppable, but again, this is the Suicide Squad, and it's like, oh, well, you know, best of luck, because you never know who's going to get it and how they're going to get it. Um, I feel like the movie succeeded where, well, again, I don't know what's the extent of Warner Brothers uh, giving um, James Gunn his his free reign to do anything because i do remember there are certain um interview interviews nothing like secretive where uh james gunn's like yeah you know when they when they put me on a suicide squad they told me i can do whatever what i can introduce any characters i want i can kill them any way i want and let that be it if that make any sense to the um the listeners like for example now i don't want to spoil the movie but let's just say for shits and giggles like the first five minutes of the movie you know, Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn, she just gets sniped. You know, not saying I'm, I again. If you've seen the movie, I hope anyone you did. If you didn't, just watch the movie. I'm not gonna tell you that's what happened, but just please understand. So, you know, with any, but with that, with that free will or that choice, he can you know kill off this person, kill off that person, or introduce. Because here's the thing, like, I feel like had he, if he could return, and that hopefully he does, maybe, and I do mean just maybe he can introduce some other unknown, like, more unknown DC villains, but definitely some unknown DC heroes. You see what I'm saying? Because, it, again, in the modern run of the Suicide Squad, you will have mostly villains, but you have that one hero like Katana, which they need to bring her back. Because let me tell you this, and, and I, I almost forgot about that. Um, Karen Fukuhara, who plays Katana, let me tell you this, F Karen, she, she's very dope, she's a really good actress, it's just like, like, it's not even low-key, like, I, I feel like, she did her thing in the, in the first Suicide Squad movie, but it's like, oh, she's just, she's just there, with the sword, looking dope, and it's like, come on now, like, like, let me, let me explain something to you about Katana, now, Katana, if I can write her out of the, the well, out of ten, she's like a, a solid six or five on a um, not the coolest scale, but like the powerful scale in the the world in the uni the DC universe. And the reason why I give her a five or ten is because of her sword and the sword. I, I think it's called the Soul Sword. So if she cuts you or stabs you, that sword will would absorb your soul. So, you know, to most listeners, oh, that's cool, whatever. No, like, it's it's really effective in the comic books, you know, uh, awesome enough. But I say this to say, like, you know, hopefully we get to see more characters. And let me tell you this, they, hmm, she's not in this movie, obviously, but, like, no, they can't kill her off. It's, like, not even low-key, but there's so much things you can do with that character, Katana, because, like, she's part of the Outsiders, she worked with Batman, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I think at one time or a few times she worked with the Green Arrow, so she, they can they can easily work that way into 
she they can easily work her way into some other stories. Not just to cram her in. It's like, oh, we need some badass with the sword. Katana. You know? But, you know, I feel like the movie just treated the characters like characters. And I'm not saying that's what the last movie didn't do. The movie, it, it did. But in certain bits and pieces where it's like, mm, maybe not. Because I will say this. Because, you know, please watch Suicide Squad. Because that's actually on um, HBO Max as well. Um, it was at the end where they kill off Diablo, and it's like, I didn't like that because, and, and pardon the spoilers, please be aware, but, like, he's a fire guy fighting another fire, it's like, okay, it's like seeing the Human Torch fighting, um, uh, not Starfire, what's her face, uh, Flame, not Flame Bird, uh, damn, what was that character from, um, Spider-Man and, and his amazing friends, it's like, seeing a someone of that similar ability to fight someone else with that similar ability now i understand like if it's like a fist fight then sure but it's like but you're both fire like like if i'm if i'm made a rock and i fight another rock guy yeah rock it, it depends like because he can someone could easily break me apart or chip a piece of me off and i can just like you know tumble down but it's like i didn't like how they killed him i, I will say that honestly but Again, with that being said, um, yeah, um, I feel like they treated the characters a lot well. The story's a lot better because, you know, the original Suicide Squad movie was, was okay, you know, this is Tax Force X, you know, you guys want to go out, die, or, or whatever, and the main bad guy of that movie was just a witch who used the Sky Portal, which, let me tell you this, again and again and again. I, I I thought the the first Suicide Squad movie was all right. I liked it. I liked the soundtrack. It had its moments. Like that's one of those movies I can honestly say I can rewatch. You know, without a problem, I can watch while I'm drawing. Cause I, I do that with movies. You know, I pay attention. I just what? That's crazy. That's crazy. I just you guys can't hear it, but I'm scratching um my notes. But like th that's the point I'm trying to make is like I can put it on the background, clean, and just. Still pay attention to the movie. But with that being said, um but you know, I don't want to tell you the entire plot of the the, the recent movie part of my stuttering. Um like compared to the last movie with um Enchantress, it and, and that's the thing, Enchantress is a really good villain. Like the way they portrayed her in the movie where she was doing the weird dancing thing with her hips. She don't do that in the comic books. She just I feel like and it sounds ridiculous, but like the best way I can, in my opinion, how I would describe her, like, she's like a female Loki, and I know female Loki's already a thing, but, like, like in a sense where she purposely causes mayhem to benefit herself, right? Of course, yeah, she's a magical being. There's no doubt about that. It's just her with the hula hoop dancing and the, 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 the I'm part of my story, with the, the, the tar people, the, you know, the goo, and it's like, yeah, let me tell you this, like, this is before, this is like, way before this, so, when I watched the first Suicide Squad movie, I already know who the other people were, minus uh, a chantry, excuse me, but, I, I, you have to understand, listeners, um, I wasn't triggered, I wasn't mad, I was just like, oh, this is what she does? Because, you know, with a cool, I was like, it's like with a quick Google search, excuse me, a quick Google search. It's like, oh, she actually, she can, she can, yeah, she can control people, but she don't turn people into that. 
that's from um if that can if I can remember correctly, but it like we all know it didn't look good, but like I didn't hate the movie for that. It's just like yeah, the movie had its flaws, but mm, that's definitely one of them. Like it just ew. A a anyways, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, um, the movie definitely, well, the sequel definitely improved on this character's plot, uh, soundtrack, I know soundtrack, to me, soundtrack has to be essential, but, uh, gore and overall, um, the rating of the film, because, you know, again, like I said, the first movie was PG-13, which, to be fair, and I do mean to be fair, like, with PG-13 movies, like, there's a limit you can get away with, if that makes sense. Because I, I'm trying to make it make sense, and I know this, it doesn't. Like, you can shoot somebody, and you're just like, oh, like, this person got shot in the face, but you don't see the blood or their body slump. Like, you see their body, sl like, slumping over, like, bam, oh, you shot me. I'm dead. I'm dead. Like, because, you know, like they, can, like, they can just have the puddle of blood, and just, like, there's no gore with it. Now, in all rating movie, it depends, because... If it's like Quentin Tarantino, if it's like James Gunn, and I'm not throwing those men under the bus, but I'm saying like they have one of the best gore because like it depends on what movie we're talking here. Because you know Quentin Tarantino, yeah, he can have a headshot, you know, someone get shot in the face, boom, that's it. Or they can have a, a a headshot where their whole head goes away. You see what I'm saying? Like just it, it depends, but definitely, um, it's a step up from the last movie. So, again, you know, going back to the last movie briefly, again, being fair, I thought it was alright. It's a good time to um to watch. I mean, like, I feel like it's a good, it, it, I feel like it's one of those movies, part of my stuttering, it should be like a, a dating movie, and I know, I think I mentioned this before in the um in the last episode of the podcast, but no, I, I mean this, where it's like, you know, depending on what's your preference, you could be into women, you could be to, into men, or you could be into both. But I say this to say, you know, you um, set up like a, a small dinner or whatever at your apartment, depending on how you do things. And, you know, you invite them over, of course, you eat your dinner after that, you enjoy a movie and after that, whatever you want to do. But I say this to say, you know, it's 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 an OK movie because to me, I feel like let me tell you this and I, I will play devil's advocate. I don't give a damn. It's like I can see where. The movie has its flaws, right? Not every movie is super duper squeaky clean perfect. I can say that. To me, I can watch the movie, still enjoy it, and just move the fuck on. But motherfuckers, and, and part of the language, depending on who's listening to this, because you know, if you're like a, a, a Catholic nun, a thousand apologies, but you, you have to understand what I'm saying. It's like, okay, I don't like this. I don't like it. Moving on, because, but no, like, that's the thing with the internet. I will give it credit, but I will give it discredit at the same time, where it's like, let's talk about a movie I don't like for one quick second. Uh, just, again, off topic, small tangent. This is a movie, okay, I got one, right? I saw this on my vacation in 2017 when I graduated from high school. So it's called No Circus. No Circus is a movie that takes place in a small town in Louisiana. It has an all-black cast. And it's a quote-unquote comedy. You you know, the listeners can't see my fingers. It's, you know, in air quotations, a comedy. So, I watched that movie. At least, let me tell you this. I watched this movie, and, and feel free to, you know, uh, throw me under the bus. I watched that movie a solid three times. 
And the reason why is because the first time I was cringing because I don't think yeah, that's the thing. I, I think I chose the movie or someone else chose the movie, but it was not funny. It was oh my god, like I don't know who was the writer. The director did an okay job, but if that was a comedy, listen, if that was a comedy, I'm the world's handsomest man. I don't care. Uh, you guys could anyone could like tweet at me or DM me. No, you're an ugly son of a yeah, go ahead. But it's like, no, like you y'all have to see this movie because like if it, let me tell you this, it, I don't want to be that guy to take someone's joy away. Like if you actually love this movie, hey, don't let some stupid guy on um well this some stupid guy on this stupid podcast tell you anything differently. But no, from my point of view, that shit wasn't funny. Okay? Now with that being said, I just like just let it go. I just said like it is what it is. You see what I'm saying? Like instead of getting mad and just like Humph, this movie's not funny. I want those uh, that movie has to be at least an hour and a half long. But I want that I want that time back because I could have spent that time and watching a better movie. <laughs> like that that's how I see certain comment sections and certain reviews. Not all reviews, but you have to understand about a certain movie. But with Suicide Squad, okay, yeah, it was bad. And da da da. And then what? DC failed again. And da And then and it's like, you just. You, shut your bitch ass up. Like, I, I feel like I, if, if technology really advanced, like to the point where you can virtually punch somebody in the face, please let that be a thing. Like, I say this, this is the year 2021. Again, you heard it on the Captain Righteous podcast. If this happened, please tell, like, the future version of me so I can, you know, get that. That'd probably be expensive as hell. But it's like, good lord. Like, I get it. You don't like the movie. Then just say that, dickhead. Listen. Now, to new listeners of the of the podcast and old listeners of the podcast, there's an episode called... Well, there's two technically two episodes, but uh, Phobias and Arachnophobia. So, that episode, I will... I will expose myself like there was a moment and this is actually this is an actual thing that happened but i was in my room and needs to say there was a bug in my shorts and if you you know watch the well not watch the episode i'm sorry listen to the episode you know what happened but i say this to say imagine every episode i open up hey you know good morning welcome to the captain righteous podcast i hate spiders at the end of every episode hey guys you know thank you for listening to the episode blah 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 i hate spiders I do that for every fucking episode. I, I say this. This is not even about the movie at this point. It's just like, I get it. You don't like the movie. Say once. No one gives a shit. Seriously. And that's the beauty of it. Like, literally, this episode, no one so can just look at it. Oh, this stupid guy again? Skip. Like, that's fine. That's fine. But, like, no. People on the internet, not everybody, but some people were really, I do me really, and I do me really, and I do me really. Let you know they hate a movie. Just say you hate it, dickhead. Damn, no one cares. Shut up. Jesus. And I know, wow, this is the first or second time we hear you this angry. I mean, in my voice, my the tone of my voice never really changed. It changes when I'm pissed, but it's like, from the way I'm hearing, it's the same old, same old. It's just I'm just annoyed. But, <sighs> sorry. Back to what I was really saying. The last Suicide Squad movie, excuse me. It was alright. Did it have its flaws? Fuck yeah. But compared to the second one, dude, the second one blows the first one out of the water. That's no question. 
Now, with the change of directors, director, excuse me, David Ayer, excuse me, David Ayer, he did a good job, but his take on the Suicide Squad was a little too edgy. Not too edgy in the sense, like, I can't watch the movie. I can watch the movie, but, like, you have to understand the, 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 the choice with the Joker. Like, Jerry Leto is a good actor. His Joker is good, but that version with the tattoo on his forehead, the grills, it was kind of like, the fuck is this? Like, that's that's the only I'm going to say. And again, if you're listening with small children, my apologies. But you have to understand, you know, and that's the beauty. And that's the beauty about, you know, uh, comic book movies. Because, like, you know, when you read comic books, you know, like, you do have dirt, different. I said dirt. <laughs> Jesus. I said dirt. I'm sorry. You do have different writers' vision of a specific character. Now, for example, right, one of my favorite Batman runs or Batman stories is The Dark Knight. Now, let me tell you this. There is a comic book uh, writer named is Frank Miller. Frank Miller is one of the best writers and uh, artists for, you know, comic books for both Marvel and DC. Now, I will say this. In his younger days, in his older days, I swear to God, listeners, listen, if you read his comic books now, don't tell me I didn't warn you. Because, like, remember I said The Dark Knight was a good story? The Dark Knight Returns, because that's a sequel to that, or that's the same story. Or, no, I think that was the one he fought Superman. Anyways, both are good stories, or maybe it's the same story. The point I'm trying to make is, I love his work, but when you get to The Dark Knight Strikes Again, and then Batman got some big-ass hands and some big-ass feet, and it's like, the f- yo, son, what is wrong with you? Now, listen, I'm a huge hypocrite, and, and I apologize for that, because, you know, I draw, I, I make art to, you know, paper and definitely digitally and i should be uh i should definitely move to canvas but anyways people will say the same thing about my art ew look at his art he can't draw hands correctly i can draw hands but it just looks awkward but i say this to say yeah anyone like there's no such thing as a perfect artist but i say this to say like if you watch not watch but read his please read that story and come back to me because that shit was just so fucking weird I swear to you, like, it was a point, there was like, let me, let me, I'll spoil this one thing for you, um, for the listeners. There was a point where you got Lex Luthor, yes, you know, Superman's greatest, uh, nemesis. This man was in his drawers and his, in, in some sneakers beating up Batman, like, the fuck is this? Pardon my language, it's like, it's like, you looking at this, it's like, it's like, when I think of villains, like, I, I'll give you one. Doctor Doom, right? You watch Doctor Doom and the Fantastic Four fight in the next Marvel movie, and he just shows up nowhere ass naked. And it's like, I immediately, if I'm going to see it in the theaters, I'll just leave. Because, son, I ain't came for that. Like, what you doing, you know? But, like, th- that's the point I'm trying to make is, people. Like, with directors, they do have the liberty to tell a different version of Spider-Man. Like, for example, Tom Holland versus Andrew Garfield versus Tom, oh, sorry, Tobey Maguire and any... Um, future Spider-Man after uh, Tom, but I say to say like they tell specific points of uh, of every Spider-Man story and like specific. It's it's the way they tell it. That's what I'm trying to get at. But uh, I'm sorry that that whole the, the, the Dark Knight strikes still got me messing because it's like this man like one of the most capable villains in the DC universe. I will say this and not to spoil the last comic story. Dude, damn near destroyed the multiverse because he was that petty. Yeah, that's cool. That's crazy. No, Lex Luthor, damn, damn near, and I mean it's by the like, 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 like uh, by a hair, 
destroyed, like, he definitely, he almost destroyed DC's, um, existence. Not the comic book, but I'm talking about, like, their, well, yeah, because multiverse, please believe, like, he damn near destroyed the whole metaverse, if that make any sense, but the same guy was in his draws boxing, uh, spider, uh, spider, boxing with Batman, that, that was the dumbest shit ever, and he had those big stupid hands, ew, what the fuck is wrong with Frank, again, I say this to say, good writer, but, good lord, the fuck happened to him in the later years, anyways, that's what I think about the Suicide Squad movie, both good movies, they just have their own version of, of a, um, forgive me, of a, vision by two different directors and don't get me wrong you know after the movie or before the movie they they definitely pay tribute to um david Ayer. it's not like hey screw you this one's gonna be better and it's like no like hey thank you for setting up that movie so we can set up our movie so i re- i really respected that um that shout out excuse me people um the question i well, i guess one of the final questions i have for this um review do I think James Gunn uh, should return? And I, I mentioned this earlier, and I said definitely. And I feel like the reason why he should return is because it's so hard to to not talk about the movie without getting to spoilers. But I will say this: with the characters uh, we have that remains, we should see like what happened to X and X and X and X. That's only what I'm gonna say. That's only I'm gonna say. You can. You can decipher what I mean, or if you saw the movie and you're kind enough to um listen to the uh, uh to this episode, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. But like, no, it only makes sense to see um what happened with those characters. And I did mention that um, you know, like as soon as they finished wrapping up the Suicide Squad, uh, James Gunn went straight uh, went straight directly went directly, excuse me, to the Peacemaker show. And from what I hear, the the show is really good. You know, the show's coming out ideally January of next year, and it's going to be like a 10-episode type of thing. So, what that tells me is to be on the lookout, because, listen, James Gunn, I, I love him as a director. He's dope as a writer. I'm just I'm just nervous, because, listen, if you've seen this movie, yo, he's going to he's gonna do some off, he's gonna do some off-the-wall shit with the show, because... I think, from my knowledge, this is um, one of the first shows he directed. If not, my apologies, but no, I, I mean this. Like, holy shit, I am really excited for um, the future installment for um, any other Suicide Squad thing or DC thing. Because, you know, I, well, he should return. Of course, there's, you know, certain things he set up in the movie and definitely with the Peacemaker show. But uh, regarding to the future of DC movies, let me let me say this. To be honest, and I will be honest, of course, to the listeners, but to be honest, I think the future of DC is bright. It just depends on who handles what project, how the project should be. You you see what I'm saying? Like cared for because, like for example, they did say they was gonna have a Batgirl movie, which I'm not I'm not against. But it's just like it's 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 at a point where you know we all know. I hope the listeners know that Ben Affleck stepped away from Batman only because of his you know well personal issues, ideally his health. Because I read an article where he damn near drunk himself to death uh, working on the movie. Because his friends, hey, you gotta stop because we get it, want to make this movie perfect, but you're really you're you're destroying yourself to make something 
you know, dope. And again, I respect that. Hey, more power to Ben Affleck. Thank you for being a, a good actor. But and definitely a good Batman. But it's like, so so is this Batgirl associated with him or is it going to be his own thing? Because again, you have to remember, when they announced the Batgirl movie, it had to be like 2015, 2016, 17, something like that. And they said Josh Sweden, yes, the same guy who directed the uh the Avengers movies. I'm sorry, well, yeah, two movies. And he directed um He directed Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but uh something else. What he directed. Oh, that's right. He directed uh the, 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 the Justice League movie when Zack Snyder had to leave. But the point I'm trying to make is I'm 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 all for it. You know, I, I, it, it, it's 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 weird because it's a universe, but like and I, and I hate to compare it to Marvel because I love both of those things. Like, yes, in this world, you can like both things. Like, like, I, like, like for example, in small tangent, I apologize, but I feel like the same kids, or I guess adults now who's listening to this podcast, like the same people who listen to this episode, right, are the same people who grew up watching Kids WB, watching Static Shock, and from Static Shock, they'll um, damn, that's not even the same year. Um, they they will watch Static Shock. But they will also watch uh, the spectacular Spider Man, and I say this to say like people can like both things. Like what in the like what kind of twisted ass shit? Where it's like you have to like Marvel, you have to like just Marvel. No, you have to like DC. Like to to those people, shut the hell up, please. Just shut up. Damn, it's like me kicking down the door of your house. Boom, I said today you gonna eat Cheerios. I don't have no Cheerios. You go buy some today, mother. Like like what kind of kind of like you know what i'm saying like you're well de- again depending on who's in this podcast because ideally I w- another tangent and a tangent i hope like teenagers or ideally young adults like i'm 22 so if you like comic books and other things too you might definitely be interested in this um podcast but i say this to say i'm not going to tell you what to like and what to not like trust me i feel like well in dc and that's the thing though like and i think i mentioned this before in other and other podcast episode there's so many characters in the, for the DC movies, live action movies, that is, they can explore and it would be dope. You, you don't believe me? Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Because they did, and I will say this, they did mention a Blue Beetle movie, which about goddamn time. Because here's the thing about Blue Beetle, and I know a tangent and a tangent and a tangent and a tangent. But basically, he's one of DC's um, popular um, Latin heroes. Not because he's Latin, but like, no, dude, like this guy, he... He's he's pretty dope. Like if if you don't believe me, I highly recommend you check out uh was it season two or season three of Young Justice uh season two, right? Uh check out Teen Titans versus the Justice League. It's a separate uh, DC movie. Check out Batman Brave and the Bold. I'm trying to remember the episodes where you know Blue Beetle appears in. But let me tell you this, and definitely play Injustice too because he's in that game. But I say in, in certain DC projects, Blue Beetle really shines. Like, like, about time they, they actually step up to do it. And I know with certain characters, I know, I know. But see, Jerry, if we do a Martian Manhunter movie, it won't do well because uh, this and the demographics and the time of the year and my mom's pregnant. And, you know, all this unnecessary shit. I get it. I got it. Shit happens. But it's like, come on now. About time they you know really step up to the plate. But... Again, with that being said, uh, Blue Beetle movie, uh, the the Batgirl movie, Shazam, uh, Fear of the Gods, which oh my god, they released the um pictures of the suits, they look perfect. Let me tell you, the Zachary Levi, 
or Levy. I keep saying Levi Levy, but the 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 actor who plays Shazam, he's doing a fantastic job. Listen, I don't want to give hugs, especially with the whole pandemic. I will gladly give him like an air high five. I hope you're doing well. I highly doubt he'll listen to this, but please, 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 please do a hundred more Shazam movies. <laughs> Basically, like, he's like old man Shazam in his diapers fighting up, fighting like an older version of the, the Rock or something. Like, but I say this to say with a stupid smile on my face, I really and I really, really, I'm really hopeful for the DC um, movies because, again, you thought that was cool. You know, they're working for Aquaman 2, uh, uh, Lost Kingdom, I believe, King of the Lost Kingdom, something like that. And they released uh, a photo of Jason um, Momoa, excuse me. Who plays Aquaman? And he's wearing this, like I think it's like a black and silver costume. Well, a black and silver version of his Aquaman costume. And to me, that's probably like for stealth reasons. Unless that's like his new costume going forward, then that's cool. But uh, yeah, I got that. What else? Um, you got the Flash movie. Let me tell you this. I think I mentioned this before. If I didn't, I apologize. But I'm a little bit hesitant to it because it's supposed to be a quote unquote Flashpoint, where it's like. Listen, I'll be that guy. How the fuck can you have a Flashpoint movie where, like, yes, there's a universe, but, like, to me, I don't know, like, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, yes, it's a universe, but, like, we have a Justice League, and we have a Suicide Squad, and we have the Shazam family, and we have Alliance, like, I know that's the whole point, because, you know, little by little, they're building towards a grander universe, hopefully, and I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but, you know, like, something bigger than Marvel, or, please understand what I'm saying, but, but no, like, to, to my listeners out there, I, I, I'm there for it, I believe it, but, like, a flashpoint, like, you have to understand, it's like, like, imagine, imagine Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness is the flashpoint of the, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's like, like, everything is already set in stone. Like, I'm not going to spoil every single Marvel movie, but everything leading up to, well, damn, uh, Shang-Chi at this, at this time. No, 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 not Shang-Chi. Well, yeah, Shang-Chi at the time of this recording where, you know, at, at this moment, it's, doing, it's really doing well. I can't wait to see it. But, like, imagine just making one movie just to retcon all these movies you, you had coming before and maybe the movies that's coming later, if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't really agree with that, but... Again, from what I hear, it's just the Flash going to different multiverse. Now, I don't think that's a bad idea because he does that all the time in the comic books. He could be on Earth 1, then he'd be in, um, let's say, uh, Earth 2 with Jay Garrick. And Jay Garrick is one of the original Flashes. Like, actually, and it's crazy, because he was the Flash before Barry Allen. And when Barry Allen came, he came around like 1956, I believe. And then when he came, he was Flash, pardon my story. He was the Flash for at least 20 or 30 years until Christ is on Infinite Earths where they kill him off. And then he had Wally West to be the Flash. And growing up, he was always the Flash to me. Then I found out, wow, there was a Flash before him and then, you know, so on and so forth. But I say this to say, um, I'm definitely excited for the movies. Um, but that's one of those things, me being excited, it's like, like, yeah, as a fan of DC, but like within these movies, I really do hope like, like creators like, uh, uh, James Gunn have the freedom to do what they want because it's like imagine you know again like I said me kicking down your door telling you you're not eating this type of cereal today you will eat that type of cereal today or if you don't like cereal and I, I just you know like a dickhead would like force you to 
eat like I don't know a salad. I, I don't know, like basically forcing my viewpoints on you. Like I feel like the way you know Warner Brothers gave uh, James Gunn some leeway, leeway, where it's like, okay, here's all the characters you can use. You can bring some obscure characters in your movie. You can do whatever you want. You can kill this person. You can kill that person. We just trying to win. That's the whole point of the uh, studio. Because to me, winnings, win, yeah, winnings. Because you know, it's a it's a company. Like they need to make money. Like they'll put all this money into a movie, and they hope this movie will make hundreds or hopefully a billion dollars. You know what? That reminds me. Didn't Shazam make a billion dollars, or he didn't? Or if he did, that was cool. But anyways, um, but no, you know, we all know this is business. You know, you you should get more than you put out, or. Vice versa, because you know me, I, I say some ignorant stuff sometimes, and I apologize for it. But no, I, I get it, it's an investment. But like, it's like, you know, if, if you're, like, I'm an artist, right? Or if anyone's listening, hopefully you're an artist as well, and you're drawing or hopefully painting something really cool, and I come in, hey, d- d- don't paint that, use that color, uh, oh, okay, how do you know where I live? No, just do that, trust me. And I'm just constantly overriding your own creativity to support my dumbass needs. I know it sounds ridiculous, but please, you know, understand what I'm coming from. Where it's like, that's how I think about them. It's like, I get it. You're trying your, your, your absolute best. You're trying to put your foot forward. But at the same time, you know, yeah, like, I'm talking for DC. I'm not for DC, but I'm talking for Warner Bros. Warner Brothers. Just please let these directors and writers and, and costume designers or whoever the hell... Just give them the leeway they deserve. Let them do what they gotta do. If it's something like super duper bizarre, like Batman stabbing a child with a battering, like like something really insane, like oh no, don't use that. <laughs> of course not. But you know, um, of course, you know. With that being said, uh, I love the movie. Uh, Suicide Squad, the first movie was it was good. I enjoyed it. Now compare it to the second one. The second one blows it out the water. I called it. You know, low key, I'm a, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm an X Man. <laughs> I'm an X Man, damn. <laughs> no, listen, I like, I feel like with good directors like James Gunn, you should know that it should be in good hands. But with that being said, uh, that thank you for listening to Captain Wright's podcast. This is my, um, you know, my, this is my honest opinion. Like someone could, you, you know, don't be afraid to tweet me or DM me to say, you know what, you're an idiot, Captain Wright, just because this movie is ass. And here's my specific reasons. <laughs> this movie's ass. <laughs> Sorry, no, but no, like, definitely don't be afraid to tweet me. Um, you got any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, don't be afraid to hit me up on uh, Instagram at Captain underscore underscore Righteous. My Twitter is underscore C Righteous. And uh, I'll talk to you uh, listeners later. Yeah? <laughs> but uh, thank you. Um, Yeah, uh, anything else I want to say? Uh. Please expect a new episode, well, new uploads, uh, for that matter, on Mondays and Fridays at 11.30. Again, depending on um, how that day shakes out. But uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Peace. Talk to you later.